This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman, and producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace. And uh got a message from a avid listener, uh, old Michael Hilliard. He, uh, he sent me a message, wanting to give a shout-out and let everybody know that uh, they have a Techscope Surfing Association competition in Waco at the Waco Surf Park. That's Artificial Waves. And uh, competition today with state, you know, state line surfers kind of uh, up in the way of that full circle. Just want to give a shout out and let you know, and uh, you can come out to Waco Surf Bar and give it hell. <laughs> Tell Kevin Smith Hilliard, I said hello. All right, all right. Let's uh, run down to Port Isabel now. Let's check in with our good friend Captain Robert Cervello. See what's up. Hey, Robert, what's going on this morning, man? Morning, Mick. I'm just getting some ice. Getting some ice. Getting ready to go rock and roll, huh? Yeah. Well, how's fishing down your way? Uh, trout fishing slowed down a little bit. <clears throat> Those days we had no wind. Um, normally we're in the intercoastal this time of year, you know. It's, mm-hmm. But you've got rushing tide. You can't hardly fish it in floating grass and um, still redfish and kingfish. Right. Yeah, I heard the king showed up. Yeah, they're here early this year. Yes, they are. Last year, they, last year they, I don't think it ever panned out for kings last year, what I remember. But it was slow all over the whole Gulf last year, you know, from what I heard from everybody. King fishing was terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Crazy. But this morning we got a little breeze. It's a little different this morning, so should be able to drift a little bit. I mean, I mean, if you were fishing some of the bars when you have no wind, you know, with croaker or whatever, guys, I'm sure catching some, but it's just not what I do. But, um, and either that or if you have some weight fishermen, you know, you get those days right. down here with no wind, there's not really much you can do, but either weight fish or fish the intercoastal. You know, or fish some of the bars. A lot of guys down here fish these bars with croaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I think we I think we might do a little bit better on trout today. You got a little breeze blowing. Yeah, y'all need a little wind down your way. You know, all that South Texas fishing, corpus and all that. You, it's better to have more wind than not enough. Yeah, I mean, that some days down here you think you wouldn't catch nothing you know wind be right. howling like crazy and you and you catch the heck out of them you know everything's different down here than the upper coast right but y'all yeah. very crowded y'all y'all have a very big crowd down there this weekend oh man the traffic <laughs> yesterday <laughs> um, i didn't get in it but i heard about it it was i mean even er- earlier normally it was Normally early in the morning is just not bad, you know, but they said 10 o'clock it was already backed up past the high school. Wow. Which is quite a ways from Port Isabel. Yes. 
So, yeah. Man. A lot of people. We seem to have plenty of that these days, especially when it comes to the, the beaches and the salt water and everything. And a lot of people, especially with this pretty weather, I mean, they're out there. They're yeah, they're, up in full they're, getting force, out, but they're getting out this year, that's for sure. I promise you. Still still don't really see a lot of guide boats out when I'm out, though. Guide boats yeah. is still, still down a little here. Still a little off. Yeah. Well, summertime will tell, you know, before long here. We'll see what, what goes on with the summer. But normally normally we're blowing and going down here whenever school gets out. And you gotta yeah. you gotta do it in those few months there, you know. It's people traveling, you know. It's not like the upper coast where people can go fishing one day and then turn around and go home, you know. That's about it. Well. You got a full boat today? I have a, I have a couple with an eight-year-old, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. try to go get their rod bent here early in the morning on something. Uh, I'm sure you can find something for them. I'll figure something out. I know you will, Robert. How long you been doing this now, buddy? Oh God! <laughs> I lost count of how many times I redid my. No, I've done it five or over. Yeah. So license. <laughs> So, over 25. Yeah. Been a long time. Yes, sir. I remember the first time I met you was uh, you were standing in line with a bag of fish at a Trout Master tournament. Yeah, that was, well, yeah, I think I, I don't remember what year that was, but. Probably, I remember it I, was at the beginning, 96 or 97, somewhere in there. Yeah. I remember that one winter I got second in Matagorda. I don't, I don't remember what year that was. I don't remember if that other trout master was after that or before that. Or... No, I think it was in mine when I had it before I sold it to Robert. Yeah, I can't remember. Old age just set in. I can't remember. I just yeah, remember the is. conditions were so shitty. I think I caught like two trout Hello. and I was leading the first day. <laughs> it was. It was freezing. Terrible yeah. weather. Well, we've seen that. A lot Time's of Time's flying. Yes, it is. Well, it's uh What are you running for a rig now? What kind of boat and motor are you running? I've been running the same boat since 2013, believe it or not. I can't believe the motor's still running. Um, it's 25 <laughs> Extreme. I got you. <laughs> Two fifty HO. You still running an HO? Yep. The old E-Tech high output. G G one, yeah. I mean that G one was a decent motor. I mean, like I said, I've been running it since two thousand thirteen. I've I put an all pump in it. All pumps gone out. I put uh, what else did I do to it? Uh, starter uh, ejector mm. went out one year. Um, yeah, it's just maintenance. I had, I, yeah, I had a lift pump go out in it. But other than that, I mean, it's still running strong. Of course, I, the thing's got so much power, I don't have to run it hard, you know. And, but, it, yeah, it's been a good motor. But, I mean, I, I can't believe Evanrude, that G2, you know, is what put them out of business. That G2 right. was a 
for the night. Well, you know, they, they pulled that before, you know, when they had such a great engine all those years, you know, back in the day. And then, and, uh, what was it? The late, late eighties, early nineties, they went to that, uh, different block and everything. And it just, you know, they just messed it up the whole design. And then, then, yeah. you know, Bombardier bought them out and then, uh, really came in and retooled everything and, and was making a really good engine. Well, what they did when they first came out with the G1 was they had it at 100 to 1 on the mix, and they were burning up a lot of power heads. Uh, well, that's why so you had to buy the, their premium uh, uh, yeah. oil to put in them, you know, so they wouldn't yeah. do that XD100 or whatever it was called. Because I ran those yeah. engines for a few years. They were great. Yeah, so, I mean, they went back to the 50 to 1. They don't do really the 100 to 1 much anymore. I, I think the G2 was at 100 to 1, but uh, 50 right. to 1 is what mine's set at. Um, and I've had no problems. Well, lubrication's everything. <laughs> you can't hold yeah, something I mean, together if it's running dry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if you you know if you take care of whatever you got, you know, it'll, it's, unless you just have, you know, a lemon or something. Um, right. You know, how you run it and you know, take care of it's got a lot to do with it, too, maintenance. Exactly. And uh, that's why it's really more substantial to overpower a boat than to underpower one. People, yeah. you know, they they want to save a, a 1000 or $2 here by downsizing, and they underpower their boats, and then they wash those engines out. They have to run them full throttle all the time to get any kind of performance out of them. It yeah. wears them out. Yeah, like I just I just redid all the fuel lines in my boat, going to the gas tank and going to the going to the motor. Um, because if you know if you happen to get something in there and you run lean, you're gonna burn the motor up. But the the old hoses that they used to use back then, you can't cut them. Like if you try to cut the end of it and splice it or something, right? You can't do it. It it it's got like a plastic liner in there, and it was the old black hose and. So I talked to a friend of mine that had been in business a long time. He said, no. He said, no, once you cut that hose, you got to throw it away because it stretches that plastic line. And then when you put it back in there, it, it'll cause it'll collapse. So I just, yeah. So I just went ahead and replaced all the fuel lines in it just to make sure it wouldn't have any problem. Now, all right, Robert. Well, I know you're busy and you got to run a trip and everything. If uh, somebody wants to call you about coming down to Port Isabel, how do they get a hold of you, bud? Yeah, cell phone uh, 956-433-1389. All right, Robert. Hey, have a good uh, day and watch out for the the not so knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna go back south where not a lot of people go and see if I can catch something before I go out there in the bay and fight with all the boats. All right, buddy. Well, Robert, be safe. Have all a good right. Memorial Day. See you, man. All right. You too. All right, that's Captain Robert Savillo down south, Port Isabel. Known him for years. All right, well, it's time for a break, and uh, after the break, we'll come back with uh, Roy Simmons up on Richland Chambers. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning, Memorial Day weekend. It is 619 here in the Bayou City. 
And uh, if you'd love to give us a call, we'd love to hear from you this morning. Phone lines are open at 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right. Next up, let's go to Roy Simmons, Richland Chambers, see what he's up to this morning. Good morning, Roy. Mm, happy holiday weekend, Mick. You too, buddy. What's going on up there? Oh, we just had a really nice week, kind of end our week on Saturday and try to take a Sunday off and get rejuvenated. And the uh, weather cooperated, the fish cooperated, and it was actually, I'm not going to say quiet start to the holiday weekend, but it seemed like it was really building about the time we got through cleaning fish yesterday and loaded the boats, and here come the the bigger recreation boats and the jet skis and stuff. So uh, I'm guessing tomorrow we'll probably have a little more chop on the water than we had on Saturday when we went out. So we'll, we'll see. But RC is such a big lake that, uh, you know, you can do a lot of that recreation as well as the fishing and as well as the jet skiing and stuff and still not get get run over so it was right. uh, it was just a really good week mild weather week uh light chop on the water most days and uh i was a little concerned i, I think these fish are just about to get on summer pattern where you kind of go from an easy easy spring to you know a top water bite which is not always the same day to day and then you have to do a little more burning the gas and hunting and looking but uh yesterday was not that summertime pattern it was a uh, it was more spring like we we went to one location and both adam and i had a foursome and uh we sat for about three hours and you know it sounds like we're something extraordinary we're not it's just that many fish in rc but we put a, a 200 fish limit in the boat for eight people in about three hours <laughs> so, that's rock uh, and rolling there buddy <laughs> well, it was not only rocking and rolling, but we probably threw back three three to one small hybrids. I, I may have mentioned in the last time or two we've chatted, we've we just had a huge stocking of of hybrid fingerlings two years in a row, over a million stockfish, and now all those little fingerlings are ten, twelve, fourteen inch long fish and you sometimes just have to pick up and move because it's all hybrids. But yesterday it was it was a mix of whites and hybrids together, and uh, it was a little bit of bait chasing on the top and a few gulls working that kind of you know shared where they were at. But almost all our fish just about were caught on slabs, just dropping them to the bottom and running them up through the water column. So, yeah, c- customers had a ball. I mean, had a mix of. Uh, Senior citizens like myself and uh, grandkids on board on on Adam's boat and uh, just uh, uh, regular customers that normally do it either on a weekend or a holiday weekend and uh, in the spring with us and they were back for their annual trip and uh, RC didn't disappoint yesterday it was a it was a good bite and somewhat similar to what it's been all all week or so in the past uh, late late May so it's a uh, it's a it's almost pick and choose what you want, whether the, the crappie bite, the guys and gals doing that are on a pretty good brush pile bite already from what they're telling me. And the, the catfish, uh, we've done a little bit of that because those blue cats, they kind of bunch up right, right underneath where those white bass are feeding on that shad. And you can drop a shad or a punch bait down and get you a box of blue cats too. So uh, it's a... Uh, 
Pick your poison. It's kind of kind of that time of the year where you look like a hero, and again, sooner or later, <laughs> we'll we'll transition to summer and we'll start, you know, having to hunt for them a little more. But you never send anybody home without a box full of fish fillets, so uh, it's it's been pretty good. I'm guessing you're hearing the same thing from the Livingstons and Conroes, huh? Yeah, I was. I talked to Harry Detan at Penwall yesterday and uh, said to Livingston, "Yeah, the white bass are just, you know, they're in piranha yeah. mode right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing pretty good, and their their crappie fishing's been off this year, but uh, catfish and white bass have just been through the roof, mm-hmm. just nuts. Yeah, you know, pretty much like your backyard. Yep. Yeah, well, we got a full lake. We... Are you? Yeah, we. Yeah, we made it to within about two inches of full pool level, and uh, I noticed the other day the little lakes that feed the creeks that feed our lake are about back down to their pool level, so we had a little excess runoff in the creeks as well as the lakes above us over the last couple of months of rain off and on, and we went from a a five-and-a-half-foot low deficit to, to just right at full pool to start the summer, so... It just don't get much better than that. You couldn't have wrote a, a better ending to the spring. So uh, lake's in good shape. Boat ramps are fine. And uh, uh, like I say, there's a lot of folks enjoying the the uh, the camping. Uh, I think Memorial Day is a bigger holiday for us up here than really July 4th and certainly bigger than Labor Day because it just gets so hot during that, that summertime where spring is really pretty a nice Nice time for the campers and the RVers to do their thing. Yeah. Well, it, uh, you're full. Uh, I know that Rayburn's full. I, I went up there and crappie fished with Randy Deerman, and it was, uh, it was maybe a foot and a half above pool when I was up there a couple of weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. They we got some water, didn't up. they? Yeah, we watched the lake come up a foot in uh, two days. And uh, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They'd had all that rain, you know, locally and mm-hmm. way upstream of there, you know, that big watershed that Rayburn's on. It, uh, it had a lot of water coming into it. Had the crappie bite off just a little bit, you know. Yep. And, uh, yep. It's, you know, with a rising like that, you know how finicky crappie are. But uh, uh, we caught a lot of fish. I don't know. We come home with a couple hundred fish. So I'm saying, oh, you good can't beat that. Days fishing. Oh, yeah. We had a blast. And, and now, what, what you mentioned, <laughs> it, it's the reason that I just don't advertise a lot for crappie. I, I guess some of my regulars that kind of know crappie fishermen, exactly what you said, and you get a little weather pattern, and you get some fresh water, and they just kind of, they don't maybe just shut off, but they just don't act like they should. Right. So, you know, if I... If I do have some of those folks that really want some crappie, I'll say, well, if after a couple hours we hadn't got a nice start to the box, we'll go fill it up with catfish or or white bass or something and get you some action. And most people are agreeable to that. But that diehard crappie fisherman, I, you know, I want their business, but I, I'll send them to another guy that can, you know, I'm not I'm not doing the live scope and all that. I don't really need it with my white bass, but. Uh, if I was going to do crappie like some of my buddies do, I'd have to get me that new equipment. That that live scope and stuff has just changed the way everything. Oh, it's did. a game changer, isn't it? It, uh, <laughs> it makes life so much easier for those guys. And it uh, crappie's a finicky fish. They're temperamental, and uh, yep, 
you know, I was watching, you know, Randy with all his electronics and pull <laughs> up on those brush piles and they'd just light off. It'd be fish all over it. But they're they're hanging shallow. Most of those crappie over those brush piles were hanging about, you know, suspended about eight feet and ten feet deep. And yep. uh and they, you'd start off the morning, first brush pile you'd hit, boom, bam, boom. Like, oh man, we're gonna get them. You'd get about twenty nice ones off that and instead of fishing it out, you'd move to another one then it just continued to get slow, and then they'd turn back on about midday. It was kind of weird. A lot different, you, you think. It, you know, you put your bait right in front of them, and they won't take it. And, you know, in the right. old days, we would we would sit on a brush pile for way too long fishing for fish that wouldn't bite or, you know, for whatever reason. And and now, you know, the really serious crappie guides, and, again, I, I got a little too old to chop cedar and build brush piles, so that's another reason I I don't. I don't. Those hey, guys really work. They, they work. Up on, they, yeah, that, they work yeah, for their pay. Yeah, they do. That's a full-time <laughs> job, uh, just keeping your brush piles freshened up. Yep. Kind of like the, the live bait guys that during the summertime over here, some of these guys that do the live bait only for the, for the bigger hybrids, they have mm -hmm. to get up at 1, 2 in the morning to try to find a shad or – if it gets extremely tough and our lake's full of shad, they just can't get them or whatever. They go to another little lake 20, 30 miles away to get their shad to come here and fish. That's <laughs> so, what Richard has to do up on Conroe. There's a lot of mornings I call him, and he's uh, pulled over to the Trinity River, and he's got his boat in a river cast net and shad to take back fish for hybrids at Conroe, you know. Isn't it something? Yeah. There, there, there's a, a benefit to being an, artif an artificial-only fisherman, and not only do we like it, and people that like to chunk and wine and jig and whatever, but uh, I don't know. It puts a little more – I think it maybe put a little more challenge into the, the fishing, finding, and catching with artificials. That, that live bait, and they can stub their nose at it too. But more often than not, my live bait buddies, they'll – They'll they'll be on fish and stay on fish a little longer during the course of the summer than we do, but you know it all depends on what you like. So we like, like artificial. Me, I'm, a, I'm a lure I'm a lure guy myself, and uh, I'm too lazy to go uh, get my boat and do all that. Hey, I can get that extra hour or two of sleep in the morning and then go fish all day with lures. I tell you what, from where we live, over just south of Tyler to the lake. It's an hour and a half drive, so I, I pick Adam up a little bit before 4 o'clock, you know, in the normal summertime schedule. And uh, if I stay at the lake house, I can sleep in till 5, 5.30. But, uh, yeah. you know, we put our time in, too. But it all, it all works out. We wouldn't be doing it if we didn't like it. Well, that's <laughs> so, true. I heard that. I better let right, you other callers get in there on a holiday. I just appreciate the time. And uh, we, we got a few June openings to fill for – Kids are out of okay. school now, officially, I think. But uh, yeah. you give us a call. All right. Well, give them some info. 903-389-4117. Uh, Gonefishing.biz. And, uh, hey, man, enjoy a burger or a steak or whatever on the grill tomorrow. That's it, man. Think about uh, <laughs> the ones that made this possible for us. It's wonderful. Appreciate you and appreciate them. See you later, mate. You got it. See you. All right, Royce. You have a good weekend. See you, buddy. We will. All right. That's Royce Simmons up on Richland Chambers.
And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it, it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. Check them out firsthand at the store. If you need more info on them, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And when you're by the store, if you're looking for some fresh wild-caught Gulf seafood, Boyd's has it. If you're looking for those big 912s, they've got them in stock. Always great price, great availability. And crawfish season, we're still in the height of it, and Boyd's has got them. they got tons of crawfish and great prices. I've I don't think you can beat the price at Boyd's One Stop. Check them out on the web at boydsonestop.com. Call them at 409-945-4001. When you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already. Goodness, time has flown by today. 636 here in the Bayou City. And let's get to our open phone lines. We do have some available. If you care to call in, we'd love to hear it. We caught you a kind of a premature tagged red right before the star opened today. That'd be a good story to hear. But anyway, give us a call at 713 572 Four six ten. All right. First up this morning, guitar Dave. Dave, good morning. Hey, hey, Captain. Hey, hey. hey how you doing? Good deal. Hey, what a, uh, I want to wish everybody a, a blessed and safe Memorial Day. And yeah, you know, like you said, remember, man, this the guys that gave it all, man, for us, and and and, and years of their lives too. You know, and the ice cold over there during World War Two and everything else. I, I know your dad was uh, over there blowing up monkeys out of a tree, uh, you know. And man, well, that, you know, was, it is. that was in the Philippines and W. Philippines. And uh, he, so up till the day he died, he said he was still cold from the Korean War. He said he was <laughs> to death. He said that well, was my absolutely un- terrible. Yeah, my uncles were over in Germany. Uncle Raymond and Uncle Willie and Uncle Raymond. He become a police officer and. And he would tell me about, uh, sadly, having to go out there and stack bodies in the snow, you know. And, and uh, then, you know, that's – and then, you know, they don't – they'd never talk about it too much, you know, they, and give you a lot of bad details. But but I tell you what, I thank them all for what they did. And, hey, I tell you what, if, if y'all are going to go out today, the safest thing you can do is make sure you got a can of a spray – bug spray on you for the mosquitoes because, man, they're bad <laughs> over here. Are they? It's they're a, bad Yeah, it's town, a little huh? – Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, where I'm at on this acreage back here, it's kind of like I got crawfish mounds coming up now, so, you know, hopefully it don't mean nothing bad signing. But anyway, uh, yeah, you know that one where that hunter was out there and them two mosquitoes picked him up and started flying him out, and they were like, hey, hurry up, man, go faster, man, before the bigger mosquitoes get here. And, you know, those <laughs> those those little ankle biters, man, the small ones, they burn, you know, so you better, yeah, you know, make sure you got them. The little ones are the nasty ones, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to tell you, you know, uh, no, but uh, I'm I'm hoping, uh, I'm still uh, 
fishing around on on a on a good day to go to go run down to the Texas City Dike, but it seems like every time I get something planned, it, it just ain't working out right. But you know, hey, it ain't that far. I mean, I'm that's why I'm glad I'm here. Well, you know, you know, I'm, I have to be here, but I can go 45 minutes to Galveston or 45 minutes to Lake Conroe or get out in the woods right there in the National Forest, and not, it's not bad. You know, you just got to watch your back in the hood over here. You know, that's about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, safety in the safety on the water, safety in the woods, and double safety in the hood. <laughs> you know, I, Captain Big, I tell you what, I, I really do appreciate it. You got some more callers on? Uh, you know, uh, I, Greg and G Town is the only one I got. It's a little slow this morning. I, I don't know what it is. Go, might be, I, uh, hey, I told. Might be some hungover people out there that don't want to talk this morning. Hey, I didn't wake up till late this morning, but I only drank two. So, hey, how you doing? I got some of the people over here. They always wave at me when I'm over here. They think I'm a security guard or something. <laughs> but anyway, I'm yeah, you did, super, yeah, see, I, super Craig. Get to, I, you know why I call him? I call him Super Craig, the Silver Surfer, man, because God dang that boy, he could, he could do it all, man. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> all right, well, hey, let me let you get to him. And, hey, uh, Super Craig, tell, tell Kitty I said hello. All right, hey, and I'm, I plan on coming out there and hanging with y'all one night uh, if if I could. You got a couch, I'd be happy. All right, okay, we'll see y'all later. <laughs> Thank you, Captain. God All bless right. you. God keep us. God bless America, man. Thank you very much. All right, later. Thank you. Okay, all right. Um, let's go to Craig in G-Town now, see what he's up to. Craig, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Mickey. How are you doing, buddy? Ah, I couldn't be better, man, than you. I'm out here feeding chickens and squirrels, and yeah, I've got some <laughs> pigeons showing up, and my white wings are, i got one out here. I wish, uh, yeah. wish those uh, pigeons would get lost. They are nothing but hogs. But, uh, Kitty's Animal Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like y'all being need, with y'all need to be living over my way on about five acres over there. She'd, she'd have llamas. She'd have everything. Oh, man, we would have everything. I guarantee you that. <laughs> well, man, that that surf has been so f- weird, fickle, man. I I've been trying and uh, I haven't been doing much. Uh, yesterday, you just hadn't waited out into the right spot, man. From what I hear, you got to you're either on them or you're not. You know exactly. There is a spotty. lot of bait out there. There was is there? a lot of mullet rafting and uh, couldn't get nothing to to work. Um, we're going back this morning and my daughter's going to meet me at the beach here in a little bit after we eat breakfast and see what we can do then. But, uh, this weather has just been phenomenal. I'm, uh, I'm, I think this cycle is going to hold for a while. I hope <clears throat> I'm with you. I'm, it, this kind of reminds me, you know, back in the old days, you know, in the Exactly. In the 80s when uh, we'd get these uh, get these calm maze like this. Boy, we caught some just some unbelievable, beautiful speckled trout when it was like this. You just never know what the next tide's going to bring in. Um, yeah, this this does remind well, me of the old days. to hurry because I'm getting impatient. <laughs> yeah, come down here and hit the surf with me, man. Yeah, that'd be it's cool. Spotty at best. Anyway, it's been flat, but yesterday we had like a groundswell. It was, uh, I don't know where it came from, but uh, it it slapped you in the back of the head every once in a while. And, uh, Which had a little way was it coming from, the northeast? 
head a little north northeast to it, yeah. Yeah, I was probably there was a true, from all that swell. wind over. Yeah, there's been a lot of wind over in Louisiana off the coast this weekend. Later in the uh, week, you know, that northeast wind, that's probably where that swell was coming from. I guess. It was a surprise. I was like, where did this come from? But anyway, so it went over to the like, Shock. Nothing here. like getting slapped in the back of the head with a wave when you surf fishing, man. Man, that, that'll irritate the you-know-what out of you. You know, it, it really does. Yeah. My legs used <laughs> to get of... tired from jumping. You know how you you'll be working yeah. working your bait and everything, and uh, having to jump up every swell. And do so that you little hop. Reel. Oh yeah, exactly. There's been a lot of sharks on the beach, man. I've, uh, I'm hearing that from everybody, man. Did you hear about that uh, that uh, tiger shark they caught off the Galveston Pier? Sixty first Street, wasn't it? Or was it? The other I don't pier? know. I, I think it was Galveston Pier. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, it was like a five foot tiger. That's uh, that's pretty rare, I think. Uh, Close in. Yeah, yeah. I guess you saw that that video of that hammerhead. Yeah, I saw that. That wasn't pretty either. That. Uh, I've never seen nothing like that around here. I saw a big. Out. I had a big hammerhead. Well, two occasions, you know, in Galveston Bay. I had one swim through me. Uh, in my party at the Van Toon Islands, uh, one of my customers go, a huge hammerhead just swam by, and there's a little baby one with it. And uh, I said, no way. This was this back in the 90s, I guess. And I'll be darned if it didn't swim through me and another guy that were about 50 yards from them. He was just tooling around in there and had a little pup with it. And uh, <laughs> then I saw one I was waiting off of uh, – Houston Point there behind Dallas Reef, Roland uh-huh. Williams and I and another, you know, I just had one customer that day. And uh, we we moved into the pier pilings there by the pier there at Dallas and just sat there to let Jark finally swim out of there. He went back out deep, but he was cruising around in there in waist-deep water looking for, I don't know what they're eating. Uh, stingrays or something like that. Yeah, well, I didn't I didn't want him to eat me or bite me, so it was a big one. Yeah, yeah. You know, a big shark like that, you just, you got to keep your distance, you know. Yeah, you, you don't do. know what it's going to do. No doubt, But uh, man. That, that, that uh, hammerhead they had, they showed, that that looked like about a 10-footer, you know. That, that was a pretty it, good It looked shark. big, man, from that dorsal fin to that tail. That was a pretty good distance there. <laughs> I don't want sure none of that. So Kenny and I went over to see old Sharky uh, Thursday night. And, That's uh, what he told me, said he said, y'all showed up. I was very impressed. That that place is nothing but first class everything. I mean everything. All it and, takes is money, brother. Yeah, that's just what it takes. But they got a first class thing, man. It's it's beautiful. That's awesome. And they those people are just the nicest people there are. They are. That's a good family. The whole family's like that. And he's got quite a crew, man. All his captains are are man. They're up to snuff. They're He's got it going on, man. He's got it going on. He really does. Well, that's the way you got to be. If you're going to succeed in this business, you got to have it going on. You really yeah. do. The people business. Heck yeah. That's it. You got to be good with people and you got to be uh, good at catching fish, too. Yep. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> yes. Sir. She could be the nicest guy in the world, but if you don't catch any fish, you ain't worth a damn. So, well, that's true. People. Uh, anyway. They pay you to go fishing to catch them, not talk about exactly. it. 
<laughs> but true. if you can talk about it and catch them, hey, you're on them. Well, you're on it then, man. That's it. Man, I got to get, I got to get, man. All right, Craig, gotta... y'all go wade, wade with the sharks and uh, catch a big one. Send me a photo, buddy. Okay, I will. Not a shark, but a trout. <laughs> no uh, shark we'll, pictures, we'll try, please. We'll, we'll try to work on that. <laughs> All Unless right, you get a video like that hammerhead one, send me one of them. All right, buddy. You never know. All right. All right. Take care. Later, Gator. All right, bye. All right. Next up, let's go to Rick Bice. Hadn't heard from him in a couple of weeks. Rick, what's up? Good morning, Captain Mickey. Good morning, sir. Um, man, I tell you, we sure have had some beautiful mornings, haven't we? Or at least we have. Drop dead gorgeous. And low humidity, uh, low temperature little breeze uh, and the flowers and the, the butterflies and all these birds I don't even know where they come from or what they are and I've never seen them before man you and, keep talking uh, like man, this I'm going to nickname you nature boy <laughs> <laughs> I got to this one place I go almost every morning because I have to go feed animals and uh, but the rabbit there's an invasion of cottontail rabbits and i don't know what they're doing i guess they're fighting but if things can jump about four foot high now these aren't really big uh cottontails yeah but they'll get right up here and and uh, jump on my 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 uh running board on my truck right but they you know they've they, they were born there they see me there every day because i'm feeding critters Mm-hmm. And checking two feeders and all that. But anyway, what I was calling you about, I see a, there's a guy I see quite regularly. He's getting gas about the same time I'm getting gas. He's always got this boat. And I, I recognize his truck. And uh, anyway, that boat, it's a bass boat. And I, I don't get in boats anymore. I hadn't been in a boat in years and years because I, I, I just, vertigo problems but anyway i went over there and i was looking and i said man i said this looks like something out of star wars man and it did i mean i i never pay attention to boats you know i really don't I see them all the time but i don't pay attention this guy had four flat screens on that boat and he had every gadget gadget known to mankind he was trying to explain to me what it all was and i was being polite but he was just giving me a migraine headache man i mean <laughs> it was just in, unbelievable but to uh to, even the trailer it was incredible and uh i, I was just sitting there look thinking how much how much does he got in this thing so finally i did it I said, listen, I got a question for you. I said, I'm kind of uh, ashamed to, and I'm kind of embarrassed. Was it a saltwater boat or a bass boat or what? No, it's a bass boat. Okay. It's it a bass boat. And big one. And uh, I said, I'm ashamed and embarrassed to even ask. I said, what do you got? How much money you got tied up in this whole rig? <laughs> he kind of grinned and he says, well, I'll tell you the truth, I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I don't know what something like that would cost, but 
it, it had a 300 horsepower engine on it. I don't remember what kind. It was big and black in color. I remember that. Right. And uh, you think I could remember. I just saw it yesterday. But I don't even remember. What, it was kind of a name brand boat. The one that's been around a long, long time. I don't Ranger? think it was Ranger. Skeeter? I don't think it was. Basket? No, those really were only two names Champion? I would recognize. It might have been a Ranger. Maybe Champion. That might be yeah. it. That might be it. But, man, that dude was, uh, I'd be scared to just to get it dirty. I mean, uh, it's got to be hard to keep clean. I mean, that thing looked like climbing in a Ferrari. <laughs> and uh, I said, how fast you had this thing up to? He says, faster. And I'm, he said, I'm ashamed to tell you that, too. And so I don't know what that would be, but. I guess it will probably get up and go. I can imagine. That's uh, yeah. That's not the money that uh, is put into these boats these days. I'm seeing some well, used just, bay boats going for over $200,000. Used. I just couldn't believe all of the electronics that he had on there. This guy was serious about it. And uh, I told him, I said, I see you here a lot. I said, uh, sometimes I even see you going up 290 because I usually go west or northwest. And uh, he said he fishes about three, four days a week at Bay uh, uh, County Lake in LaGrange. Yeah. And that's that's just his, that's his place. That's where he goes. He's not a guide. Right. So... Ain't nobody ever with him that don't look like. So Man. Anyway, well, Mickey, I'll let you catch another one if you have time. You have a great Memorial Day, and uh, go Astros. All right, yeah, they uh, they beat Oakland again. Imagine that. I think everybody can yeah. beat Oakland. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. I think I sent it, you a text yesterday. I said it's kind of, yeah. I kind of almost feel sorry for the A's. They're terrible. Yeah, it's. Uh, but, uh, I've never liked Oakland. I'm, I love beating them. Kind of like beating yeah, the Yankees. Well, Love doing it. But that's a uh, pretty sad situation. But it's sad on our end, too, because, I mean, look at the ERAs of, of that team. I mean, the highest in the history of baseball. And we're not hitting that good against them, really. You know, we're getting some key hits at the right time. But we, our guys ought to be teeing off on their pitchers. We got some. We got some slump issues. Boy, I'll be glad when everybody comes out of it. I thought it was uh, yep. the other night when they scored 12 on Milwaukee starting off with that first game of the series. I thought, here we go. They're coming to life. But mm-hmm. then we turned and got shut and out two nothing. games in a row. That's crazy. Yeah. Don't make sense, does it? It really does. I guess it's early still, and uh, it's not how you start usually. Well, it's it's almost June. I mean, we're two months into it. These guys that they keep waiting on and got all this faith in, they they uh, it was good to see Breggy come out of his kind of funk yesterday. He uh, he mm-hmm. lit him up. That's, that's what yeah, we need. Now we need a Breggy to do it, and then then we'll be rolling pretty good. If well, I'll be cheering them on. They are they playing today? Uh, yes. Playing again today, wrap up the series, hope they sweep them. Oh, uh, with this, right. What is this, Oakland lost, what, nine in a row now, something like that? They've only won ten I games all year. 
I think it's more than nine in a row, I think. Well, it's a bunch. But it's anyway. uh, <laughs> but the Rangers are uh, they're still staying three games ahead of us. We got to keep pace. We got to. We I don't think we got, those we got guys. them coming up in this this next road trip. I think we have three teams. They're all pretty good. I think one of them is the Rangers. Yeah, it seems like everybody we play has been pretty good this year. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been an interesting year for sure. Yeah, our division Maybe I'm gonna is. Let you uh, go. All right, Rick. All Later. right, partner. Take care. We'll see All right, you. man. All right. Well, that does it. We're out of callers and uh, just about out of time. I wish everybody a safe Memorial Day. Uh, if you are getting out on the water, you know, watch the other guy. Can't uh, can't say that enough. Be sure and wear your kill switch for sure. That's that's definitely a lifesaver. Something bad happens. That engine will be turned off immediately, and nobody will get run over, and uh, the boat will stop, actually stop for you. So y'all uh, keep your head on the swivel out there and enjoy the great outdoors. That's what we do, and uh, can't say enough about it. I hope everybody has a good weekend, and somebody catch a, a boat in a truck today. I'd like to see that come out of Galveston Bay, somebody win the first star tag. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back. Thursday morning, bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston.